In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, listeners. Be advised that this show is an immersive audio experience. It may seem like sounds are coming from the sides or behind you. Listener discretion is advised, as some content is not suitable for young children. Q-Code presents Cupid, starring Diego Bonetta. Created by Katie Cavanaugh-Jupe. There on the street, Cupid lay outside Bernhardt Studios. There was no getting away from the fact that what had just unfolded was an unmitigated disaster. Rose and Scooter Boy gently scraped a semi-comatose Cupid off the sidewalk and carried him back to Bloom's. He collapsed onto the couch in a terrible state. Rose mixed one of her grandmother's herbal healing remedies and gently tended to his swollen face. Cupid, hold still, I won't hurt you, let me just... As dusk fell, an anxious Scooter Boy refused to leave Cupid's side insisting on keeping vigil throughout the night. Uh, hold on, bro. Uh, I swear by the stars, I will never let you go. That first night, Cupid slipped into a haunted half-sleep, plagued by fever dreams and wild imaginings. All through the next day, he physically wrestled with his nightmarish visions, pacing the room like a crazed sleepwalker, dueling with rival suitors. Unhand her! And scaling palace walls to recover his beloved. Never fear, my love. I will save you. As night fell on the second night, he sat bolt upright and burst into an operatic aria. then collapsed back onto the couch, drifting away into his dark and troubled nether world. Desperately worried, Scooter Boy could see Cupid was getting weaker and weaker. Don't let him die, Grandpa! Cupid can't die! Of course he can! He's immortal, moron! And he's whacked out on loom juice! But someone has to make him better! Someone has to save him! I bet this is one of those, um, save-yourself situations. Am I right, Grandpa? Correct, son. An overdose of loom juice can be very dangerous for a god, so for a mortal... Well, it's difficult to predict the damage it could do. 
The loom juice will eventually work its way out of your system, but your survival is dictated by the strength of your spirit to withstand the intensity of desire. Cupid has a strong spirit, right, Grandpa? Well, he hasn't got a high pain tolerance, that's for sure. <laughs> there was nothing to be done but sit tight and pray to the gods that he might make it through the night. At first light the following day. Stay with me, bro. Stay with me. Cupid's fever finally broke. Cupid? <laughs> yes! You made it! He made it! He did indeed. Whew, that's a relief. Does he stop behaving like a total simp now? He isn't quite out of the woods yet, I'm afraid. <laughs> Shame. Rose hadn't slept well either. She had exhausted herself trying to find a way through for Blooms. Desperate to secure new clients so she wouldn't have to win back the De Bernhardt contract, she had followed every lead she could think of, and all had come to nothing. Heartbroken, Rose could see no future for herself without Blooms, but she was also desperately worried about Cupid. In spite of their rocky start, something about this strange and beautiful man had touched her heart. Hey, Scooter Boy. How is he? That was some ride, Princess. But the worst is over. I think he's going to be okay. <sighs> oh, my, that is... That's the best news ever. I was so worried. Me too. Don't you need to go home, Scooter Boy? Should I call your mom? Mom? Nah. She won't notice I'm gone. You have a big heart, Scooter Boy. I'm a fixer. What can I say? Not many people would do what you've done for a stranger. Somehow I feel like I've always known him. <laughs> Me too. It's funny, isn't it? <laughs> Cupid's in some kind of trouble, isn't he? Not gonna lie, Princess. He's got some dark stuff going down. He said he lost something. Something important. He has. And he said that he's running out of time. He is. Is it drugs? Not exactly. Is he on the run? Yes and no. Is it family trouble? Always. Uh, tell me, I want to know. Okay, on the download, here's the scoop. Kimberly stole something from him and he has to get it back. So that's why he's quizzing me about Kimberly. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. She's such a low life. What, what did she steal? It's, it's some kind of family heirloom. That's terrible. Kimberly is a piece of work. High heels, low morals, if you ask me. No doubt. She'll get what's coming. I hope so. What can I do to help? Don't you have your own battles to fight? <laughs> I've always preferred other people's. You have a big heart, princess. Mm, I don't know about that. I just... It's just... Cupid... <laughs> he doesn't seem to, you know, cope very well with the world, and I relate to that. He's an artist. Ah. Uh, an artist. That explains it. Yep. Temperamental, super sensitive, not good in groups. People can be overwhelming sometimes. Not that I'm an artist or anything. Can't hide your light forever, princess. Gonna have to let it shine. Hmm. I'm happy hiding with my plants, thanks. They don't let me down. That one over there will, if you leave it like that. Which one? That's a floss Lumnox, right? <laughs> How did you... Blue glow kind of gives it away. Isn't it incredible? I have to keep pinching myself. I mean, 
As far as I know, no one has ever seen one close up. I can't quite believe it. It's real. It meets super specific conditions to oh. put down any roots, you know. Really? How do you know? My mom. She's a botanist, alchemist, sort of herbalist, kind of witch. Huh. Sounds like my grandma. Yeah? I don't see my mom much. She's got other priorities. She's busy these days. That's tough. I lost my grandma a few months ago. That's tough. Yeah. I guess it is. She used to tell me all these stories about the Floss Luminox when I was a little girl. Pretty powerful flower. Hmm. If you believe in magic. Oh, I believe. I don't know. Maybe. So... I thought I'd bed it in cotton wool because it's less dense and the seeds feel so fragile, but do you think it's too exposed? It's too exposed, isn't it? Wearing it felt, I don't know, so extreme. I've followed my instincts, but I'm, I'm probably wrong. No wrong or right. If the stars align, then the stars align. The stars? The Floss Luminox is an unpredictable and very particular flower. It doesn't need the obvious stuff like sunlight, or water, or even heat. And you know you have to talk to them all the time, right? Talk to them? Oh, I could do that. <laughs> but no sunlight. Nah, they feed on other things. Like what? That's the tricky part. Top tip, though. Floss Luminox will only grow in impossible places. Impossible places? Okay. What do I do? Find an impossible place. In the dark, maybe? A fridge? A fridge might work. <laughs> you, babe! What happened? You've come back! <laughs> Let me help you. Here, here, lean on me. Easy now. How are you feeling? Feeling? Rose. Rose, oh. Oh, Rose, I... Words cannot express. I, 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 I can't begin to tell you. You, you, you're my, you're my... Oh, no! Bro, you're still not right in the oh, head. Sweet Rose. Um, Angel. Um, Goddess, I, uh, I, uh, I found you. I don't remember being lost. Rose, can you... Will you be mine? What? Cupid, I... Uh, Feel my heart. It's racing. Oh, no. no, it's pounding. Wait, is this a prank? What do you mean? Steady on, lower boy. Out of my way, Rugrat. Uh, hey, hey, don't push him. By the stars. Cupid. The fire in your eyes. Cupid, stop. This isn't funny. In your voice. It's like... Angels are singing! Take a time out, Rose! Screw kid! Rose, you're driving me crazy. I'm, I'm addicted to you. Take me. I'm yours for eternity. Oh my... I want to whisk you away to Olympus and show you the sights. Olympus? It's a nightclub. Members only. I want to worship at your feet. Service your every need. Ask me to do anything. Oh. Anything. Ask me and I swear by the stars, I'll do it! Oh, good morning, sir. How can I help you? Good morning. Who's he? What do you mean? Hmm. He's a customer. Who are you really, huh? Phil. My name's Phil. Don't even think about it, Phil. Think about what? She's mine. Okay, buddy. I see the way you look at her. Uh, well, All right. I'm not. Let's see what you got, big man. How? Come on. Chillax, bro. Get off me, kid. I will run through fire Ow. to claim her. I will climb the highest Ouch. mountain to make her mine. Dive the deepest ocean. Will you fetch me that bucket of begonias from the back? What? Right now? Yes. Yes. Yes, right now. I'm just in the middle of something with Phil. You said ask me to do anything and I'll do it. I did? Oh, I did. Well, I'm asking you, are you going to do it? Trust me, Jay. Come to the moose. I'm watching you, Phil. 
In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Scooter Boy made it his mission to keep Cupid away from Rose as much as possible for the rest of the day. He was very anxious to limit the damage the loom juice could do to their relationship. It was clear Cupid remained dangerously sick, but there was nothing to be done but wait for the effects to fade. <laughs> you said you said dangerously sick? That's a bit extreme, Grandpa. I mean, it's just a crush. It's not, like, life-threatening, is it? Not life-threatening, huh? What else do you know worth dying for? Um, In-N-Out Burgers, Soccer, Spider-Man? Yeah, exactly. See? So many things. Girls ruin everything. They make stuff... Complicated. Only if you don't understand them. They don't want to be understood. You know, they want to get inside your head and drive you crazy, and 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 then they make you want to make you their little puppet so that they can mind control you and humiliate you in front of everyone, and 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 make you feel like you're nothing, so you're no one, and you don't even exist. <laughs> you're sicker than I thought. Yeah, sick of girls. Hard one is the most rewarding. In time, you see. Yeah, Jason. Puppy Pepwood took forever to sit next to me in math. Back at Bloom's, Cupid was wrestling with this very dilemma. His uncontrollable desire for Rose totally consumed him. He could think of nothing else but her. The hunt for the loom juice was the last thing on his mind. It was four days till the next full moon, and time was running out. Rose, Rose, Rose Red, your skin is soft, your lips are lead. Dead. Oh, no! There's no time for poetry, bro! Just <sighs> to meet her when I need her! You gotta get your stash back! The only person you need to get a date with is the Bernhardt! <gasps> I'm gonna paint her portrait! Rose was confused and overwhelmed by Cupid's attention, and when the stream of dreadful poetry, unflattering portraits, and trashy love trinkets showed no signs of abating, she retreated to her roof garden to strategize with her plants about the kindest way to ask him to leave. Hello, my sweet sir. You look a little thirsty. Here, come out into the light, little one. Bask in those rays. Better? I need your advice. Again. I have a, a bit of a situation here. You know the guy that smashed my window? Well, he's still here. And I, I know what you're going to say. I, I'm a sucker for a lost cause. I can't say no. And I, I have a history of letting people in and then not really being able to get them out. He seems so, so genuine, you know? Straight up and sweet. Okay, I admit it, kind of hot. He's in some kind of trouble and I wanted to help, but now he's acting completely insane. I mean, how was I to know he was going to turn into some kind of crazy Romeo? What on earth? 
Can you hear that? Is that maracas? Testing. One, two, testing. Rose, Rose, I have a gift for you. I wrote a song for you, a whole song, and you're going to love it. Hey, Rose. And this is Ingrid. Hey, Rose. Trepas. I picked them up at Venice Beach. An ABBA tribute band. Yeah, they're insanely talented. Scooter boy, make him stop. Allow it, princess. I promised him I'd play the Maracas. Count us in, Scooter boy. Five, six, seven, eight. incognito. Insanely popular. Don't rate them myself. Do you, Hermes? Music is hands down the best way to get attention these days. You should look into becoming a hologram, Hera. It's all the rage in Vegas. But I have to sing. Some kind of talent would be necessary. <laughs> talent? I beg to differ. Mortals don't care about talent anymore. It's true. If you harness the tech, you don't need the talent. If Zeus finds out Apollo and Artemis are helping Cupid. I wouldn't call that helping, would you? Hindering more like. Booning over some mortal woman instead of getting back the loom juice. Oh, come on. Mortal women can be very distracting. My heart bleeds, Poseidon. You men can't keep a cool head. Never mind anything lower down. Too easy to manipulate. <laughs> yeah, I suspect you'd prefer it if uh, romance were an algorithm, Athena? Isn't it already? Look! See what I mean. Look what Cupid's doing now. Climbing up the drain pipe like a lovesick idiot. <laughs> Don't you dare climb up here! I have to be near you! Cupid! Don't worry, if I fall, I can fly! No, bro! You can't! Come on, Cupid! Don't you dare fall off! See? You can't live without me! No, 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 you can hurt yourself! Pain is my greatest teacher! Cupid! Don't! I don't care about anything but you. I can't see anything but you. Cupid, we only just met. Time cannot stop true love. Maybe if you live in a fairy tale, 
Oh my god, no, no, don't get down on one knee. Rose, please. Will you marry me? No! No! Of course not! But Rose, I love you! No! No, Cupid, you don't! Love is not this! This is not love! All public and loud and exposing! But love, love is private and, and quiet and I don't know. But smaller! But Rose! Cupid, enough! I think you need professional help and I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. Unfortunately, Rose's rejection was only fuel to Cupid's fire. To prevent his heart from breaking, he resolved to take the traditional path of many spurned lovers before him. Convinced it was the only way he could prove to Rose beyond a shadow of a doubt the depth of his love. Did he put the trash out without being told? Did he take her best friend out on a date? Oh no. He set out to throw himself off the nearest freeway bridge. Whoa. Bit extreme. Sweet Jesus! Oh, that truck's got some speed. Don't do it, Jay! Don't jump! There are better ways to prove your love, bro! Yeah? Like what? I know! Winning a chariot race? Battling a Minotaur? Outsmarting a Gorgon? Minotaur? Gorgon? Oh, I, I love her! I just want her to love me, too! You can't force love, G. Not if it's true! But... but how can you tell if it's true? Well, first of all, I'm thinking it has to be like that freeway down there. You know, two-way traffic. Oh, why does it have to hurt so much? I guess you wouldn't notice it otherwise. But what you're feeling right now, it's not real. It's fake. It's a potion. A temporary high. I swear on my scooter, it's not the kind of love that lasts forever. Potion? Did you just say potion? Yes! And not just any potion, loom juice. Loom juice? <gasps> loom juice? Yes, loom juice. Our stash got stolen from Olympus and it's all your fault. To Bernhardt's Valentine Ball. Kimberly stole my key. Yes, yes. And she sunk the whole syringe of loom juice in my arm. She did, but it's fading. It's finally fading. What am I doing here? Not gonna lie, some full on stuff went down. Full-on romantic type stuff. Holy Hades, what did I do? You got all love-struck for someone. It was pretty crazy. Who? Rose. Rose? No. Yep. You might want to go and eat crow, bro. <sighs> I gotta get back to Bloom's. Wanna borrow my scooter? Yeah, always. Wait a second. How do you know about loom juice? I, well... How come you just appeared out of nowhere and just kept coming back? Why were you so goddamn good at flower arranging? What can I say? Lucky punch? Huh. You remind me of someone. I do? Bo? Is that you? <gasps> Have you gone incognito? Maybe. I knew it! Keep it down! You'll blow my cover! Bo, you can't be here! You heard Zeus? No immortal help. It's not worth it. What if it is worth it? But why would you risk that? Because you're my big bro. The OG to my BG and I love you. I see that little bro. And you know the feeling's mutual. It is? I know. I, I won't be winning any prizes for big brother of the year, but how about from now on? You stalk me whenever you want to. For real? For real. Now jump at the back of my scooter and tell me exactly what I need to do to make things right with Rose. Cupid. Rose, can we talk? 
Not right now. Too busy. Gotta make this bouquet for a new client. Look, I promise I won't sing, and I swear by the stars I will never, ever ask you to marry me again. Could you pass me the fiddle headphone, please? Of course. Here. Thanks. Why don't you put some violets in the mix? Violets? Hmm. I guess they could work. Splash of color. I know, the heart-shaped leaves make you smile. Hmm. At least you learned something. Gypsophilia for an extra little twist, perhaps? Nice touch. Look, Rose, I'm sorry. My behavior, I was, I was out of order and inappropriate and a complete dork. The blow to my head. I completely took leave of my senses. Yes, you did. I didn't mean any of it. I don't know why you wanted to embarrass me like that. I didn't mean to. It... I've done nothing but help you out, and you've done nothing but add to my problems. I know. I feel terrible. You should. I will never pay attention to you like that again, I swear. No. No, you won't, because you're leaving. Rose, you're the only real friend I have down here. Please don't throw me out on the street. Stupid. I'm about to be thrown out on the street myself. I owe it to my grandma to try and find a way for this shop to survive. I can't take on your troubles when I'm drowning in my own. I know what it feels like to be trapped. It's a lonely place to be. It certainly is. Me and Scooter Boy, we've got your back, you know? We're on your side. I understand that. And but... you need your friends when times are tough. Cupid, oh, I don't know. I feel safe here. Grounded. That's great, but... Just a few more days, Rose. Please, 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 please. A few days. That's all? I swear by the stars. Do you swear by the stars there'll be no more melodramatic behavior? I do. I guess I was getting used to having you around. Can we draw a line then? See the funny side? <laughs> you were really ridiculous. <laughs> Truly, I'm, <laughs> I'm so relieved you didn't mean it. <laughs> I mean, you and me romantically involved? <laughs> Sweet Theseus, that's a crazy idea. I know, right? It was so... Awkward. <laughs> Nausea. <Blech. laughs> oh, last chance. Okay? Oh, thank you, Rose. You're the best. I could go and uh, gift wrap. Hey, Q. Uncle D. You found me. Yeah, wasn't easy. I mean, flower arranging? Hey, it's a great cover. Yeah, don't mind me, man. Uh, if you want to get your groove on with the pansies, you carry on. You know, it's actually way cooler than you think. It's really creative. It's all about throwing unexpected elements in the mix. Kind of like DJing, but more floral. Yeah, okay, whatever floats your boat, man. So, I flip some switches, squeeze some juice on your behalf, and I got the scoop on the missing cargo. It's Kimberly, isn't it? Kimberly is low down on the food chain. De Bernhardt is calling the shots. De Bernhardt? What? Does he have the loom juice? Yeah. Stashed in a suitcase in the basement of his studio. Ah, oh, yes! The Bernhard couldn't have stolen the loom juice without immortal help. Ah, it's gotta be someone with a grudge against my mother. Oh, do you mean every god on Mount Olympus? Ugh, needle in a haystack. But what does the Bernhard want with loom juice? Hmm, it's kind of useful if you want people to fall in love with someone or something. Movies. De Bernhard is making people fall in love with his movies. He's loading the dice! Ah, that's cheating. <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood, Q. It's brainwashing. The hero from hell is set to be a box office smash. The rave reviews are rolling in. He's going to have to find another way of mind controlling the punters, because I'm going to get my loom juice back. Okay. It's in a silver suitcase locked in a vault in the basement at Bernhardt's studios. Boom. Is there a code? Sure. It's tattooed across Bernhardt's chest. What? Who does that? Only way to get the code is to get up close and personal with him, dude. Okay. And how do I do that? Audition for him. Audition? Pfft, like an actor? I can crush that. I mean, I already look like a movie star. You're an icon. I am. 
Star power's in my DNA. But there's one thing you'll never be. What's that? A woman. A woman? The scoop from the casting couch is that DeBernhardt's on the hunt for a female lead for his next movie. Kick-ass Cruella type. An out-and-out villainess. A villainess? Yeah. I got faith you'll figure something out, dude. Days, wait! I'm spinning a set at Van Vizzini bungalows when you firm up a plan. As Cupid paced the shop floor, racking his brains, Rose gently placed her gift-wrapped bouquet into the fridge for safekeeping. There you go, lovelies. Aren't you a sight to behold? <sighs> Cupid! Come quickly! Are you okay? <gasps> Look! The floss luminox seed. It sprouted. There, nestled on its snow-white bed of cotton wool, was a tiny, perfectly formed leaf. Leaning in a little closer, Cupid could see it was tinged with that telltale blue glow. Oh my. <laughs> I've heard they can spread like wildfire. When I was little, I, I dreamed of being a floriographer, just like my grandma. Traveling the world, treasure hunting, digging down deep into legends and uncovering the truth. What I wouldn't give for my grandma to be here to see this. Your grandma sounds magical. She was. The only person who ever really took the time to understand me. My parents were too busy tearing each other apart. Yeah, mine too. Are your parents still together? Mm, occasionally, when one of them wants something. I want to show you something. Look at this. I have my grandma's journal. She left me blooms in her will. Wanted me to look after it. That's why I can't ever sell it. Even her handwriting is magical. Isn't it? I <laughs> saw so her drawings. Look at these flowers she pressed between the pages. Stinking Corpse Lily. <laughs> cool name. What's this one? Lady Slipper Orchid? Wow, it's such a vivid color. And this is an actual petal from a Middle Miss Red. Look, look. Look at this painting. A Floss Luminox flower? She's captured it perfectly. I would give anything to see her face if she could see this for real. Tell me more about her. Rose poured out her grandmother's story to Cupid. Her eccentric life, her refusal to follow convention, and her unshakable passion for flowers. The way she taught Rose to look beyond the known and visible and search for treasures buried in the strata beneath. And for a moment, Cupid forgot about the ticking clock, his impossible task and the fate that awaited him if he failed to restore the loom juice to Olympus. He had no idea what he was going to do, but for some reason, it didn't seem to matter. It was so easy to be with Rose. Her joy in nature was beguiling, her wonder infectious, and what struck him most was how human she was, and how he couldn't seem to get enough of it. Blech. He's not really gonna fall in love with her, is he? After all that? Jeez, what a simp. He can't get distracted again, Grandpa. He has to get the loom juice back. Or DeBernhardt's gonna con everyone into loving Green Goblin instead of Spider-Man. Green Goblin? What self-respecting immortal calls themselves Green Goblin? Oh. Settle down and settle in, boys. Take a breath. You better enjoy this moment of calm. Because another storm is brewing. Far, far worse one than before. Cupid's battle has barely begun.
Cupid stars Diego Bonetta as Cupid, Naomi Aki as Rose, Ian McElhenney as Grandpa, Jacoby Jupe as Scooter Boy, Kit Rackison as Dylan, Jack Dylan Grazer as Jason, Barnaby Kay as Sven and Phil, Annie Haig as Ingrid, Sharon Deuce as Hera, Ryan Schreim as Hermes, Don McDaniel as Athena, Anthony Howell as Poseidon, Dylan Francis as Dionysus, with additional performances by Mara Schuster-Lefkowitz. Written and directed by Katie Kavanaugh-Jupe. Executive produced by Diego Bonetta, Katie Kavanaugh-Jupe, Chris Jupe, David Vernon, Rob Herding, Sandra Yi Ling, and Michelle Zarati. Co-executive producers, Naomi Aki, Rupert Friend, and Jack Dylan Grazer. Produced by Shinyan Hiyu and Brandon Wisner. Co-producers Natalia Bonetta and Phil Keefe. Original score and composition by Darren Johnson. Original song written by Andrew Ramanda, Katie Kavanaugh-Jupe, and Darren Johnson. Additional music and music editor, Brian Kessley. Assistant music editor, David Tadashore. Audio engineering by Ryan Walsh, Sarah Ma, and David Tadashore. Additional recording by Justin Stanley. Edited by Chris Jupe and Beatrice Naronia. Supervising editor, Neely Oftering. Additional editor, Jeffrey Fettig. Supervising sound effects editor and sound designer, Randy Torres. Mixed by Ben Milchev. Additional mixers, Sarah Ma and Alex Chalk. Casting director, Andrea Bunker. Assistant director, Kelsey Adams. Script supervisor, Omar Barahona and Sam Beasley. Set teacher, Celeste Armstrong. Production coordinators, Bailey Grayson, Paula Wolfstorff, and Noah Jorgensen. Head production assistant, Nathan Yan. Post coordinator, Beatrice Neronia. Production legal, Christina Bulbrook and Lindsay Keel. Production accounting, Pin Chen Lu. Special thanks to Mara Schuster-Lefkowitz, Ashton Harold, and Ben Swimmer. La Boheme by Giacomo Puccini. This podcast was recorded under a SAG-AFRA collective bargaining agreement. Cupid is a Q-Code, Double Garage Films, and Three Amigos production. Hey guys, Heather Ashley here, host of the Big Mad True Crime Podcast. If you're looking for a true crime podcast with all of the details and none of the small talk, you have found your people. Each week, we dive deep into a new case and learn everything there is to know, from getting to know the victim and the impact their cases had on those around them, to the investigation into what happened to them and who is or might be responsible. And if the bad guy looks like he might drink whiskey by a dumpster or has the social skills of an ogre, we say it because we were all thinking it anyway. As the name suggests, we get big mad over true crime, and I would love to have you join our incredible community of listeners with big hearts and zero time for small talk. Subscribe to Big Mad True Crime anywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to new episodes every single Monday. Welcome to the Strata. There's two of them following me. I know that for sure. Hand over the package and we'll let you go. You'll let me go? Oh, that's cute. The first bullet hits me in the chest, sends me staggering back a step. All right, you assholes. Let's go! Move!
Yeah, Ron. That's it. And spread the word. Don't mess with Rust. Ever. Anyone who tries is gonna... Oh, forget it. The Strata. In a dystopian city, an aging courier is forced to go into business with an underworld ganglord in order to pay for the treatment that keeps him alive. Check out The Strata anywhere you listen to podcasts.